This is your moment, your time to shine, your comeback. You're ready for the next step in your career, and you want an education employers respect. So you're not just going back to school. You're coming back with Purdue Global. Backed by Purdue University, one of the nation's most respected public universities, Purdue Global is built for people who bring their life experience into the online classroom. Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. Whether you're a savvy spender maximizing your savings with cashback rewards, a thrifty rate watcher seeking the lowest interest, or a travel enthusiast looking for extraordinary perks, Kemba Financial Credit Union has a visa to complement your lifestyle and unique needs. Apply today at Kemba.org to unlock a limited-time 2% cashback on purchases. And pay 0% interest on balance transfers for an entire year with a new visa from Kemba. You deserve a card that works for you. Restrictions apply. Offer ends June 30th, 2024. Bridgewater is a production of iHeartRadio 3D Audio and Grim and Mild from Aaron Mankey. For full exposure, listen with headphones. Listener discretion advised. How did you... I'll explain everything, but you need to come with me. This part of the swamp isn't protected. Why don't you put down that knife first? Well, hey, Thomas. You're looking surprisingly well. And this wasn't for you. It was for that. Are we going to a gathering meeting? Why would you think that? I don't know the symbol. You, You carved those in the trees when you want to meet, don't you? That's one purpose for them, but that's not the primary one. So what is the primary one? Come on. Like, we'll talk as we go. Okay. Hey, how did you know Thomas's name? I know who all of you are. Thomas especially. Quite the Houdini act you've pulled there. I'm not sure if you're impressed or annoyed. Can't I be both? Aren't you going to ask me who I am? We know who you are. You're a gathering leader from Virginia, right? I guess we all have reputations preceding us. Then I assume you know why I'm here. Well, why don't you tell us? All right, here we go. Uh, where are you taking us? It's not so much about the destination as it is about getting on a bus. Wait, what? I haven't had a chance to cover the whole swamp yet, and the bus stop was closer than the areas I have secured. The bus will be safe. Well, uh, iron. Right, the fair repelled by iron. Buses are steel, which is an iron alloy. Mm-hmm. <sighs> the next bus should be here in three minutes. We can talk freely on it. What do you mean you haven't covered the whole swamp yet? The rune I carved. It wasn't for communication. It was for protection. That's why that, that Bigfoot creature vanished? Mm-hmm can't come past the boundaries of the rooms. Now, I can keep it out of areas, but I can't keep it in. So be careful if you choose to come back. So you're saying it's not gone for good? No. Just banished to the other side. For now. That's why I'm here. A lot of things are not where they should be. Yeah, we we figured that out on our own. Does that also mean you figured out what's causing it? Well, yeah, we know, we know that something is off balance. You think? Things are not just off balance, Jeremy. They are broken. Because of you. Me? What did I do? I was trapped for 40 years. Exactly. And you should never have come back out. 
What do you mean he shouldn't have come back? Thomas was in there for a reason, and he should have stayed there. How dare you say that? Hey, hey, listen. Don't be mad at me. I'm just the messenger. Oh, yeah? And who exactly is the source of this message? The other side. Oh, cool. So you've got, like, a buddy over there or something? I'm not trying to come here and mess up your life, Jeremy, okay? No, you're, you're just coming to murder my father again. That wasn't me. That wasn't any member of the Gathering or even a member back then. Oh, sure, it was an offshoot. Yeah, yeah we've heard that all before. Then you know I'm right. You have no reason to take your anger out on me. Given that I'm the only one here who was actually the victim of an attempted murder, I think I can be angry at whoever I want. That's fair. And I know this doesn't mean anything to you. I wasn't even alive when you were pushed into the liminal. But I am sorry for what happened to you. It wasn't right. Not to mention, it didn't even work. The liminal? Mm-hmm. That's what we call it. Where Thomas was. Uh, and your solution is just to throw him back again. Do you know exactly what you're dealing with here? We have some idea, yeah. Then you know who's on the other side. What that place is? Um. Or you have a bunch of half-baked theories, but not enough solid proof to connect all the dots. Well, we've been thinking maybe it's the Fey Realm, okay? Mm -hmm. And considering the way you reacted to my iron assumption... Yeah, okay. So you're not totally clueless. So that is what's doing this. The Fey Court. The hidden people, the secret commonwealth, whatever you want to call it. Non-human beings who reign over a kingdom that lays just beyond a liminal space, who could destroy all of us with ease if they so chose. If that were true, wouldn't they have done it by now? I mean, it certainly feels like they've been trying, at least here. They made a deal. Centuries ago. What deal? We don't bother them, they don't bother us. Everybody stays happy and ignorant. And... We have to give them something. Like a human life. It's different for each doorway. Here, Virginia, Bermuda, Matlock, the Dragon's Triangle, places where the veil between worlds is thinnest, where the other side is accessible. There has to be something between here and there, hence the liminal, where you were trapped. With someone else, I'm assuming? How did you know that? It's similar in Virginia. Well... The need for two souls is, at least. Two souls, one that has to be new every 40 years. That's my understanding of how Bridgewater works. And he wasn't willing, so... So things have been hinky here for a while, yes. It's not a deal-breaker for the Fey realm, the willingness bit. But having two residents of the liminal? That's non-negotiable. It keeps things nice and closed. So without me... The gates are wide open for anyone to waltz into the kingdom. Or out of it. Okay, so how do we close it? We follow the terms of the deal. Even if I went back in, Alden wouldn't be able to come out, or we'd be stuck with the same problem. I take it Alden is the other person in there? No. He wouldn't be able to come out either. Okay, well that's a moot point, because you are not going back in there. Someone has to, or people are going to die. Whoa, whoa, we do not know that. You think you would have been able to defend yourselves against that beast? That's not your storybook Sasquatch, Jeremy. 
We've got similar creatures in the south, bear-like things that can stand on two legs, take down trees. There's the Faki monster, the Ozok howler, and- <laughs> Wait, wait, the, the, the Faki monster? That's, 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 that's Arkansas, right? Mm-hmm. And it kills livestock. Right. Then maybe what we just saw is the thing that killed the cows. That's exactly my point. These monsters are not gonna stop at eviscerating cows. <sighs> which is why we need to fix this. Doesn't have to be me, though, right? Whatever deal exists doesn't stipulate a specific person. No, it doesn't have to be you. But to be really honest, I don't know who else would willingly go in there. Why, 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 why would we trust her on this? Why would we trust you on this? We don't even know you, and the gathering hasn't exactly been good to us. I have no reason to lie to you. Even if you are telling the truth, that doesn't mean that there's not something else we can do, okay? You got rid of that beast, the howler thing, whatever, just very easily. You just teach us how to do that, and we can take care of this area. It doesn't work like that. I told you I can keep things out by creating a protective boundary, but I can't keep anything in. They'd be free to roam elsewhere. Then we kill them. They are flesh and blood, presumably, right? So we figure out how we can take them down. Mm -hmm. <laughs> The monsters coming from the other side are not your biggest problem. I'd say they're a pretty urgent concern. If the terms of the deal aren't honored, the Fey Realm won't stick to its side of the veil. Meaning what? You're gonna send more monsters through? What does that mean? They won't have to! The boundary will collapse! The two worlds bleeding into one another, causing problems we can't even imagine. The deal must be honored. It sounds like we, we need to renegotiate this deal. Yeah. I don't think you really comprehend what we're dealing with here, Jeremy. This is old magic. It's not something that, that can be altered or undone. It's like gravity. We have to bend to it. <laughs> Humans have found plenty of ways to defy gravity. But we always have to come back down. Always. And do you want to chime in here? Yeah, uh... Dad? I think she's right. We may not have a choice. Jesus, what is happening here? We, we, we met her five minutes ago, and you're just taking everything she says at face value? I'm not saying that we should just give up, but thank you. No, Jeremy's right. We don't have any reason to trust you. Your predecessor was slippery at best and manipulative at worst. And I've known her a lot longer. So, until you have proof of what you're saying, and I'm not even sure what that proof would look like, we're gonna keep doing what we've been doing and figure things out the old-fashioned way. Grasping for straws in the darkness. Investigate. <laughs> you know what? Fine. I can't force any of you to do anything. We all know how disastrous that is. So, <laughs> go ahead. Do your own investigating. But do it quickly. And when you finally figure out that I'm telling the truth, Come and find me. All right, all right. So have you moved into Celeste's house too? Huh? Stepped into her whole life. I'm not her permanent replacement. Mm-hmm. Besides, I wanted to keep an eye on things, so I'm staying in Freetown Forest. Is that safe? <sighs> I'm protected. All right, listen. Follow the runes from the east hiking path, and you will find me. I don't think we're going to need to, but thanks. Remember... Don't take too long. 
Hey, it's Jeremy. Jeremy Bradshaw, the cool professor. Hi. Uh, I know it's only been a few days and I, I don't have any really important sightings to tell you about, although I do actually want to tell you about the Bigfoot situation at some point, but that's not why I'm calling. I'm calling because um, a woman named Peyton Blake showed up up here. She's uh, a gathering leader from Virginia. And I basically just wanted to know if you think she's someone I can trust or not, if you have any info on her. Uh, sorry, I know that's a bit weird, but um, yeah, anything that you could tell me would be helpful or, or anything any of the other legend trippers might know, uh, anything anyone knows uh, would, would be helpful. Um, so you can just, uh, you know, text me back or call me back or whatever, any, any mode of communication. And uh, yeah, that's it. Okay, thank you. Bye, talk to, or whatever, talk later. Dork. Hey. Who was that? Oh, uh, that was that legend tripper that I met. I, I was just curious if she had any information about that. About Peyton. Yeah. Oh, that was an interesting text to get yesterday. Yeah, well, you know, I just thought that I should loop you and Olivier in on the newest, weirdest developments. But you're okay, you know, after nearly getting ripped apart by a Sasquatch? I think thing. so, yeah. But I've decided to call it a Hockamock Howler, because it sounds more academic. <laughs> I am really not looking forward to lecturing today, but um, I'm not sure what to do, because apparently life doesn't stop just because... Evil fairies are trying to kill your dad. Feels like a reason to take a sick day, though. Yeah. Unfortunately, I think if I take any more of those, I'm going to lose the health insurance that helps me after these monster attacks. I don't know. Do you want to? Do you want to help me go over the topics for today? This is it, your moment. This is your time to make your comeback with Purdue Global. When you come back with a Purdue Global degree, you create opportunity for yourself, your family, and your future. It's a degree you can be proud of, a degree that employers will trust and respect. Purdue Global offers working adults like you over 175 flexible degree programs to meet your specific career goals. These include associate, bachelor's, master's, and doctoral degrees and certificates. Purdue Global degree programs range from nursing to business to communication and more. Whatever your interest, we have the degree that will move you forward. You have the knowledge. You have the experience. Now it's time to get credit for the work you've done and earn the recognition you deserve with Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. You know you're worth it. We do too. So don't wait another second to get the degree that will take your career to the next level. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. Whether you're a savvy spender maximizing your savings with cashback rewards, a thrifty rate watcher seeking the lowest interest, or a travel enthusiast looking for extraordinary perks, Kemba Financial Credit Union has a visa to complement your lifestyle and unique needs. Apply today at Kemba.org to unlock a limited time 2% cashback on purchases and pay 0% interest on balance transfers for an entire year with a new visa from Kemba. You deserve a card that works for you. Restrictions apply. Offer ends June 30th, 2024.
This is so fucked. Eloquent as always, Liv. Well, I don't know what else I'm supposed to say. I mean, if even half of what Peyton told you is real, then, well, first of all, I'm moving the moment I graduate. Okay, don't joke about that. I'm not joking. It's one thing to grow up hearing stories about pug wedgies and windigos, but now there's a whole other dimension that's one badly executed ritual away from collapsing into our world and unleashing all sorts of hell? No, thank you. That is not going to happen. Okay, we are going to figure out how to stop all of this for good. How, new grandpa? We're talking about some seriously ancient forces here, and we can't be the only people who've wanted to fight back against them before. I mean, what if the deal that's been made is the best possible version of a win? We're not going to think like that, okay? We're going to figure out what the Fey Realm wants, what they can do, and how they can be beat. Oh, sure. Yes, super easy stuff. Well, I didn't say it was going to be easy, but we don't have any other choice. All right. What do you need me to do? You still want to help with all this. Do I want to prevent the evil fairy apocalypse? Yeah, yeah, that'd be nice. All right, I prefer if you stayed inside as much as possible, because I don't like how close that dog got to you. Yeah, you and me both. Yeah. What needs doing? Uh, Well, let's see. Uh, Jeremy's chasing down some information on the Fey Realm. Vipin's working on some kind of map. I have no idea. He's using all the different reported sightings to try and track creatures' movements. Fantastic. And uh, I'm going to go and see if Doc Edwards got anything from his lab examination of the cows, so... I could use a hand. Oh, okay. I mean, I, I think we need to find out more about what happened to Alden. Oh, yeah, sure. I, I can help you with that. All right. All right, well, I'll be back in a bit. Call me if the house starts to shake again. Oh, ha-ha. Wait, what do you mean again? Ugh, what happened now? Uh, I'll explain later. I'm sure you'll be fine. Nana? Uh, We'll be fine, Olivia. You know, the more you both say that, the less I think you believe it. I don't know what else to say. I have to believe it will all be okay. Right, right, of course. Um, I'm sure it will be. And I'm surprised you didn't want to help Jeremy with his research. I'm sure he'd love to spend more time with you. It wasn't really something I could help with. He had to go to work anyway, and he's calling up an old friend from Oxford. Did Did you know that he studied there for a semester? I didn't. I mean, I didn't really know him all that well. We only met, like, just, God, a few weeks ago. Right. Of course, you two didn't even know each other existed. Yeah. How do you feel? Anne, did you forget? Mom! Shelley, I... I take it Anna's out. Yes, yes. You just missed her, but I'm, I'm sure she'd be right back. We could call her on her cellular phone. Is that right? Mm-mm. Yeah. No. Yeah. It's probably better she's not here. Okay. Hey, Liv, would you mind giving us a minute? Oh, uh, yeah, sure. I'll, um, I'll just take my laptop to the guest room and start doing that research. Okay. Uh... Well, I would say that I'm sorry for just dropping by unexpectedly, but... (laughs) Yeah, I guess I take the prize for that, huh? Uh, Olivia told me she explained everything to you, or tried to, at least, but that you needed some time. I would have come to see you if I... No, it's fine. To be honest, I still need time, but I was driving to work and was about to pass the turn to my mom's house, and before I knew it, I was driving over here, and I wasn't even planning on coming in until I saw my mom's car pull away. I know she really wants to talk to you. 
Um, do you want to sit? Or I, I can make you some coffee. I barely understand Anne's machine. It's got these weird plastic pods, but I'm sure I can... I don't know how long I can stay. Right, right. You've really just been, um, gone. For 40 years, you just blinked out of and back into existence. Uh, not exactly. I was somewhere all this time. Right, right. Yes, it was some magical in-between place. It sounds crazy, I know. Well, I don't think that you do. I mean, you don't even look old enough to be the father to a teenager, let alone, you know. Yeah, I know. Yeah. Freaked me out, too. Mm-hmm. But you're really... Yeah, yeah. I'm really your dad. And you have to know, Shelley, I never wanted to leave you. Or Jeremy. Anne and I, we had a plan. We were going to be a family. But then you got sucked into some other dimension. I know, it sounds about as believable as I'm going out for cigarettes. I'll be right back, but... Yeah, well... At least it's not cliché. At least there's that. <laughs> Shelley, why are you here? Hey, what was Olivia researching, by the way? When she left this morning, she said something happened. Oh. We, we met someone who knows a lot more than we do, and... Well, the situation is it's... It's complicated? There was a boy with me in that other place. He was also trapped, and Olivia... She's helping me to try to find out more about him so that maybe we can help him. As another? A boy? From, uh, from a long time ago. So, so this thing, whatever it is, it does take children. Yes. I don't know if that's the preferred sacrifice. What well, a sacrifice? <sighs> I mean, there's some sort of balance sheet. That other place needs two people at all times. I ended up there by mistake, I think. I, I think maybe it wanted Jeremy back then. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, my mom did mention something about him going missing once. We got him back. Just like you got your boy back. He's not in danger anymore. Well, forgive me if I don't take you at your word on that. I'm keeping him at his grandparents for the foreseeable future. His other grandparents. I'd... I'd like to meet him someday, if that's okay. I don't think so. I mean, at least not... You know, I honestly have no idea what's okay. You know, I don't know you. I know. No, I mean, I don't even have stories about you. Mom did not tell me anything. She never talked about you. I never would have told her to do that. Well, Ann Becker does whatever it is she wants. And for some reason, she didn't want me to know that you were my dad. I still am. No, you don't just get to claim that. You've been gone 40 years, and we'd never, I mean, we, we'd never met, and you've never been a father to me. You're right. But I, I thought about you every single day. I understand that you're angry. 
I do. And confused and frustrated. I am too. I was just figuring out how to be a dad. And then I was ripped away from it. From the chance to watch Jeremy grow up. The chance to meet you. But that doesn't mean being a father was ripped out of me. Because there was Alden. That other kid. He needed me. And I did figure it out. For him. So... In the times when I let myself imagine what it would be like to come back, I actually felt prepared. I mean, proud of who I'd become, the kind of father I was turning into. So to come back and find that my son is well past the point of needing a parent and my daughter doesn't want any kind of father at all, I feel untethered. Well, I'm sure Jeremy is thrilled to have you back. He remembers you. Growing up, you could tell he lost you. He was carrying that hole with him everywhere. And it seems like he turned into a good man in spite of it. I don't know. I, I'm still getting to know him, but he seems smart, <laughs> protective of the people in his life, like me. I'm feeling a bit like a fifth wheel, like he doesn't need anything returned to him. Then there's you. I really don't know you, but I can tell... You're strong, and you've raised an amazing daughter. I'm glad you didn't grow up like Jeremy, feeling like a part of you was missing. But I still want to belong to you, you know, if you'd ever have me. Of course I felt like something was missing. I just... I didn't know what exactly to miss. Well, whatever it is... You don't have to miss it anymore. I'm here now. And you're, I mean, you're, are you real? You know, you're not a ghost or a, or a I don't even know what to ask you. I'm real. And I'm, I don't know how any of this works, but if I'll live another 50 years or if my body just looks young and really I'm in my 70s, I have no idea what my life would even look like here in 2020, a year that still sounds made up in my ears. <laughs> but I know that all these questions aren't really important. The only question that matters to me is if you'll allow me to get to know you. I don't, I don't know. I mean, this is all still so... I understand. I mean, I'm not saying no. I just... I wanted to come over here today to try and make it make sense, you know, or as much sense as it could. How's that going? <laughs> <laughs> Not great. <sighs> I bet. I've always had a really hard time with the paranormal stuff. You know, my teenage rebellion was becoming as pragmatic and straight-edged as possible. A model teenager, were you? Well, no, I would not say that. I was still pretty awful with the moodiness and shouting matches and awful boyfriends. Oh, God. You and Jeremy never... Oh, God, no. No, no. Jesus Christ, that would have been... Um, look, I'm barely registering that I have my father who is alive. I think the question of a half-brother is just going to have to sit on the back burner for a minute, okay? Understandable. But no, no, Jeremy and I didn't overlap in school much. 
I have no idea what kind of teenager he was at home. I'm sorry I missed it all. <sighs> I really should get going to work. Wait. <laughs> Thank you. You know, for coming by. Maybe, maybe we could continue the conversation at some point. Hmm. Yeah, maybe. Oh, God. What is it? I have your nose. <laughs> Jeremy doesn't. No. But I do. Yeah, you do. <laughs> Tell Olivia I'll see her at home. So, how'd that go? I have no idea. But thank you for talking to her. You know, for trying. I didn't mean to overhear. Well, actually, I was totally eavesdropping. <laughs> when she asked if you were real, you were talking around something. Not a lot gets past you, huh? You're not sure you're going to stay. If I have anything to say about it, I will. I'll get Alden out. I'll shut down the Fey realm. I'll live my life. Right, but... I don't know. Jeremy's worried something's happening to me or that the liminal might take me back. Is that something you're worried about? Peyton sent that beast back, you know, to the other side with a simple carving. What's to say that same thing couldn't happen to me? Or to, to anyone? That it was as easy as drawing a symbol somewhere. But you don't belong there. That Sasquatch was from the other side, so that rune sent it back. You're not from the liminal. I spent more years there than I did here. Maybe it sees me as part of it. And I keep... I keep feeling sick or tired. Dizzy. That's what makes me wonder if I'm not actually as young as I appear. Do you feel like you're in a 70-year-old's body? No. But that doesn't change the fact that I'm sitting here with my 22-year-old granddaughter... Oh, I just realized I'm dumping all of my problems on. I'm sorry. You're a kid. You shouldn't have to listen to the adults in your life worry like this. Okay, first of all, I'm not a kid. And second of all, I know we're genetically a few generations apart, but I mean, the reality of it just feels like we're cousins or something. You don't feel weird about listening to all your grandpa's fears? Oh, I feel weird about literally everything that's happening in my life right now, but... That doesn't have to be a bad thing. Besides, who else are you going to talk to? You know, like, four people, and one of them's your long-lost love, and another is your son. You might be right. <laughs> I just don't want to worry them. I know. Not that I want to worry you. No. I know. It's okay. Look, you don't have to explain. And after all, we don't really know each other, do we? With Nana, you have this whole complicated history, and you knew my mom existed. You didn't know to expect me. And with Jeremy... <sighs> I don't know how to talk to Jeremy. I, he's still a little boy in my mind, so sometimes when I look at him now, I have to remind myself that he's the same person, not just some man I've met. But there's other times where I feel like I'm arguing with him like I would have if I'd been around when he was growing up. Well, for what it's worth, I think Jeremy does need you. 
You're not a fifth wheel. It's kind of you to say. I mean it. Look, I may not know Jeremy well, but I've gotten to know Vip in a bit, and I think he might be the person who knows Jeremy best. Isn't he Jeremy's TA? Yeah, exactly. They've been working together for a few years, and Vipin called him Professor Bradshaw until, like, I don't know, a week ago? But I think Vipin is the closest thing that Jeremy has to a best friend. Really? That's what I mean. He's not... I, I just don't know how full his life is, or how full it was before all of this happened. Vipin said that Jeremy gave him a whole speech about not turning out like him, telling Vipin to make sure he had a life outside of work and all that. I'm not sure that this makes me feel better or worse. Yeah, sorry. I'm not exactly the best at pep talks. You know what? I think you're doing just fine. Hello? Sophie, it's Jeremy Bradshaw. I know it's been forever. Jeremy. Hi. Good Lord. I didn't think I'd ever hear from you again. Oh, come on. Well, I'm sorry. I know I'm I'm terrible at keeping in touch. Oh, it goes both ways. I imagine you've been quite busy. You're back in the Bridgewater Triangle, right? Yeah, I've been back for a while. You must have your hands full with all sorts of spooks. No less than I'm sure you have in Pluckley. You still there? I'm actually back at Oxford, if you can believe it. What? Are you going for another degree? Handing them out, in fact. I'm a professor, like you. Oh, wow. An Oxford professor. Wow. Okay. Well, I guess you've reached the uh, apex for anyone in our discipline. Congrats. I mean, don't get me wrong. I'm still hoping to someday find fame and fortune as the first person to provide definitive proof of the paranormal. But, 12 years in the most haunted village in Britain, and I didn't see a single ghost. Ah, sorry. No, you're not. (laughs) You always knew none of it was real. What am I hearing? Has Sophie Burton become a skeptic? I'm skirting dangerously close. Well, I guess time does funny things to all of us. Don't tell me that you're a believer. No, no, but I would say that I am, uh... I am working on, uh, keeping an open mind. I'm impressed. (laughs) Is that why you're calling me up out of the blue? You need me to give you my old ghosts a real spiel? Uh... Not exactly. I've actually been trying to expand my expertise, hence the open mind. And I'm working on something that's a bit outside of my comfort zone. Okay. I'm trying to write a lecture that covers the Fey realm, and I realize that I don't actually really know much beyond the basics, uh, because it's never really been much of a thing in, in Bridgewater, so I haven't even bothered before. What's making you want to bother now? Um, just curiosity. Well, you certainly called the right person. We're chock-a-block full of fey myth over here. Yeah, that, that's what I was hoping. What exactly do you want to know? It's fairly expansive. Well, that's why I wanted to talk to an expert directly instead of just diving into my books. Is there a particular region or myth origin you're looking at? I guess the, the, the biggest question is friend or foe. Yeah, so I feel like the popular cultural representation is fairly positive overall, right? Tinkerbell and and the like. But I know there's a lot of darker versions of Fey Realm lore, so I'd love to know which side to come down on. Well, there's really not one definitive answer to that question. For as long as there have been Fey Realm legends, there's been good and bad. 
But there is a distinction. I mean, there are different there are different groups, right? They can be. In Scottish law, there's the Seely Court and Unseely Court. Both are fey courts, so therefore dangerous. But the Seely won't go out of their way to hurt humans. But the Unseely Court will. Mm-hmm. They are related to a whole manner of evil creatures over here. Witches, boggarts, abbey lovers, creatures of the devil, essentially. What do the Fey want? Well, just general mischief. Not the cute, fun kind mind. More of the beating and possessing variety. You mentioned the courts. Are those physical courts? Um, sometimes. There's a lot of law around fairy lands. Sometimes they're called other worlds or underworlds. I even heard fairy kingdom. And sometimes they're a physical place, sometimes just a ritual or uh, the very act of doing magic. Okay, so if they are f- physical places, presumably human beings could enter into one of these lands. Um, there aren't many legends that explore that idea. Plenty of fiction and films, but original myth is mostly the fake courts coming over to the human realm. How about making deals with humans? Oh, yes. Fey contracts. Very tricky things. The story is, you should never accept a gift from a fairy, especially food. Never get into debt with them, never make any promises, and don't even give them your name in the case of creatures like Rumpelstiltskin. So basically avoid them at all costs. Exactly. Okay, so hypothetically, what if there is an existing contract? Can you break it? Um, I have absolutely no idea. Are you in law school now? Is your class on fairy contract law? <laughs> I'm just trying to create a full picture. Well, I mean, I've given a few lectures on the famous, and there's so much to cover. It's honestly best to keep things surface level, if I were you. Okay, sure. But let's say I was doing fairy contract law. What would I teach my students? To never enter a contract with a fairy. No matter what. But if they had... They aren't going to let a contract be broken. The only way I could see out of it would be if you had something on the Fay Court that could neutralize it. Like what? In a lot of law, they hate being in debt. If there was a mutual debt that could be exploited, maybe the slate would be wiped clean, but more likely you'd just have a very angry and violent spirit after you. Okay, is there a way to kill them? Jeremy, what is this really about? If I figure it out, I promise I will tell you. Jeremy! Just, please... Whatever you can tell me about ways to stop them or even just ward them off, I, I'd, I'd really appreciate it. Just, just humor me here. It really depends on the type you're dealing with. There's all sorts of things. Turning your clothes inside out. Avoiding fairy circles, of course. But circles of all kinds can be problematic. A rooster's crow or church bells have been said to scare them away. I can send you a list of all the methods I'm aware of, if you like. That would be amazing, Sophie. Thank you, thanks. You've already been a huge help. Sure. You'll ring me back if you find yourself in over your head. That's why I called you in the first place. Are you... Sounds ridiculous. Are you okay? I don't know. I, um... I think I've got it all under control. Of course you've got it under control. You always do. Oh, fuck. I know. Are you okay? Uh, my whole body is sore, but I, I'm alive. 
I cannot believe I turned down your offer to join you. <laughs> Next time I go monster hunting, I'll insist. I appreciate that. Hey, thanks for meeting me here, by the way. I was going to suggest Hockamox, but... <laughs> yeah, well, weirdly, Freetown Forest feels safer at the moment, even if Peyton is hiding around here somewhere. I'm sorry again for not being able to help with her. No, no, it was fine. It was, uh, it was a long shot. I, I just wish I knew if I could trust her. Things are really fucked up here. <laughs> Things are certainly fucked up here. There is just a lot at stake for me. I, I, I don't even know how to... I don't know how to protect myself from a Sasquatch. Jeremy, it sounds like it was pretty terrifying. Yeah, and if Peyton hadn't shown up, I probably would be dead. My dad was right. I'm, I'm an academic. I'm not the person who fights monsters. Here. Let me show you something. What? I'm not poisonous, I promise. It'll be easier if I just guide your hand. Trust me. Okay, so, so move your hand in a V like this, and then move to center, and bring it all the way down. Okay? Now you do it. Um, uh, okay. <clears throat> I know it feels goofy. Just try it. Center down. And, um, that's supposed to do what exactly? Um, yeah, well, it's supposed to banish monsters or trap them or something. Honestly, I haven't had the opportunity to try, but seeing as we keep running into them for real. Well, that'll be an experiment for next time. Yeah. Um, report back to me. I'm dying to know if it works. Where'd you learn that? There was this other legend tripper a while back. I met her at some conference or other. There are legend tripper conferences? You're telling me you haven't been to anything like that? No, 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 of course I've, I've been to paranormal conventions and academic conferences. I just haven't met a whole lot of uh, monster hunters in one place. <laughs> <laughs> well, maybe conference was putting a bit strongly, but these communities are all tied in together and there are meetups from time to time. I guess she picked it up from some guy in Norway. So it's some kind of old Norse rune. Yeah, so she said. It translates to protection, I think. Now maybe you know how to fight monsters. Well, here's hoping that I never have to use it. Come on. You're telling me there's not even a little part of you that's dying to see something else. It was uh, genuinely, really frightening. I, I would not... Uh... Oh, shit. <laughs> yeah, okay, maybe you're right. Of course I am. I mean, after all this time studying and teaching all of this stuff for years, you actually get to witness it. I'd be fucking jealous if it wasn't so cool. <laughs> yeah, well, you keep hanging out in these forests and swamps and you might see something yourself soon. Maybe I just need to hang out with you more. Well, uh, guess it's worth a shot. There's the spirit. You know, I was expecting to see you, but not so soon. I don't think we really got to finish our conversation earlier. And what conversation was that? The one about how I broke everything. <laughs> I seem to remember your son having quite a lot to say about that subject. 
It's going to get much worse very quickly, isn't it? Yes. I believe so. And you think I'm the only one who can fix it? Not the only one. Just the right one. <sighs> what would I have to do? This episode of Bridgewater was written by Lauren Shippen and directed by Brendan Patrick Hughes. Assistant director, Sarah Klein. Sound design by Vincent Dejani, Rima Elkayali, Josh Thane, and Trevor Young. With music by Chad Lawson. Starring Misha Collins as Jeremy Bradshaw, Melissa Ponzio as Anne Becker, Alan Tudyk as Thomas Bradshaw, Karin Sony as Vipin Karana, Sabra May as Olivia Hoskins, Cheryl Umania as Officer Bautista, Will Wheaton as Captain Haddock, Trisha Helfer as the Legend Tripper, Stephen Guarino as Dr. Edwards, Nandumisu Dembe as Peyton Blake, Hilary Burton Morgan as Shelley Hoskins, Nikki McCauley as Celeste, and Victoria Grace as Katie Franks. With additional voice acting by Greta Gould, Shelby Young, Adam O'Byrne, Monty Markham, Charlie Bergman, and Taryn Westbrook. Executive producers Aaron Mankey, Misha Collins, Lauren Shippen, Matt Frederick, and Alexander Williams. Supervising producers Josh Thane and Trevor Young. Bridgewater was created by me, Aaron Mankey, and is a production of Grim and Mild and iHeart3D Audio. Learn more about the show over at grimandmild.com slash Bridgewater and find more podcasts from iHeartRadio on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you listen to your favorite shows. And as always, thanks for listening. Whether you're a savvy spender maximizing your savings with cashback rewards, a thrifty rate watcher seeking the lowest interest, or a travel enthusiast looking for extraordinary perks, Kemba Financial Credit Union has a visa to complement your lifestyle and unique needs. Apply today at Kemba.org to unlock a limited-time 2% cashback on purchases. And pay 0% interest on balance transfers for an entire year with a new visa from Kemba. You deserve a card that works for you. Restrictions apply. Offer ends June 30th, 2024.